Hello, Art. Yes. Hi. Um, I, 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 I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um, well, look, let's begin yeah. by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Uh, area, area 51. Yeah, um, that's right. Were you an employee or are you now? I, a former employee. Former um, employee. I, I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago, and and <laughs> I, I've kind of been running a, across the country. Um, oh man, I don't know where to start. They're uh, they're, they're going to um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. Well, um, you can't spend a lot of time on the phone, so give us something quick. Okay. Um. Um. Okay, what what we're thinking of as as aliens are they're uh, they're they're extra dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the um, space program made contact with. Uh, they they are not what they claim to be. Uh, they have infiltrated a lot of. Uh, uh, a, a lot of aspects of, of, of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. Uh, the, the disasters that are coming, they, the, the military, I'm sorry, the, the government knows about them. And there's a lot of safe areas in this world that they could begin moving the population to now are... But they're not doing, they're not doing anything. They are not. They want the major population centers wiped out so that the, the few that are left will be more easily controllable. Discharge. <laughs> Welcome to the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast with Ryan, Larry, Springhill, Josh, and the Aluma Mommy herself, Miss April. And on today's cold, frosty November episode, Area 51. Another week, another conspiracy therapy podcast nestled warmly in the Shoop Kitchen studio. The whole gang's here, which, as, as you know from not last week's episode, but two weeks ago, we didn't have the Illuma Mommy, and that was rough. It was. I'm glad to be back. Double back. Double back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we always need our Aluma mommy. She keeps us mm-hmm. safe. We're keeps like us, her children. Keeps us from doing weird things with flagpoles. Yeah, I know. 
tell me about it. Anyway, well, it's Broken. good. To, it's good to be here. It's good to be known. Uh, oh boy, let's do a let's pull the Thunderbird to the side of the road real quick. A little the truth corner. How scary do you think it would be to be on Area Fifty One, like in the base? I haven't mm. gotten into my info, but I'm just based on the legend because this is kind of one of those things that's become synonymous with just like alien subculture or top secret ookie spookies. Mm. I'm gonna go with my man with the beard of truth, Mister mm. Josh. Based on what people say about it. Yeah, it sounds pretty creepy. Lots of crazy stuff happening there. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with the safe seven. Nice. Um, I guess because I come from a place of not knowing a ton about Area 51 other than like aliens. Um, I think if I were there now, I probably would be more intrigued than I would be scared. So I would say maybe like a four. Mm, right on. Larry, as someone who's somewhat familiar with federal government, two. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give this a one. As somebody who worked in the government and saw top secret b- buildings, I just looked at him like, "I'm fucking bored, bro. I'm doing a, I'm doing my watch. I'm standing here staring at the side of a plane. Like the first five minutes, I was like." The plane is a big plane. <laughs> and then after a while, I'm like, I'm fucking bored. Four hours later, I'm like, can I just turn my safety off and fire into the sky? No, this is totally unrelated. But I watched a video um, online a couple of days ago. It was just like a compilation video of uh, people who locked their knees in formation. Did that mm-hmm. ever happen to you? And they just like, like lock their knees. And just like, yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It happened. Just melt it happened to the floor. I always kept them bent because I'm a loosey goose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. I don't need to keep my, my butt at attention. Like everything doesn't need to be locked up. Right. I was the guy who was like, <laughs> cause I was a sailor. So I had, I had what, the, what the, the Marines f- called the, the, na- the, their boyfriend's napkin. <laughs> um, I had the bit like 14 buttons on the crotch. Uh-huh. So I was probably like fingering my, my nutsack for a little bit. <laughs> and then the falling came later. Yeah. The falling. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Back at the barracks when I was like, Fuck this shit. We're fucking. Oh boy. Hey, who's got the rum? Rum Ron's coming. That's right. Aluma Mommy has the rum today. That's right. I do too. Oak and Coke. Mm, That's the way to roll. So, now that we've gotten the truth corner out of the way, Mm -hmm. sounds like we're kind of all over the map, but those are the episodes I like. I was about to say that's true to form. Mm -hmm. We've got the skeptic, the mom. The beard. I doubt it. And the brains. The brains. <laughs> I say brains with a uh, and the brains with a question mark. I have so many brains. I, it becomes two syllable word. <laughs> hey, I'm just happy I'm not stumbling over my words already. Yeah, it'll it was, happen. It was cold as shit out there. It is. it is. Being a male prostitute, it was it was a bad showing today. I tell you what, shit was cl- crawling up inside of me. Slip slopping all over the place, bit bopping all over the place. But it's good to be here. It's good to be Warm. hanging with my friends. Mm-hmm. So, in order to really appreciate the time, and I want to say, I want to preface this a little bit because there were two dates. Now, according to what I researched, 
the base did become fully more of itself in the in 55 but the airstrip was laid and the place was set up as a landing spot like for planes and such over groom lake in 1942 which means larry's got to take us in the way way back machine with larry's time capsule now it's time for us to open up the time capsule Ah, yes, I just pressed my special 1940 sound effects or voices sound like this. Ah, we love the music of the 40s. Do you think we've covered that many times, Josh? I I legitimately love the music of the 40s. Wow, coming out. I know. In the 40s is dangerous, Josh. (laughs) Later on, I'll be the lead singer of the B-52s. Love Shack, baby! I think coming out out in the 40s would have been like social suicide, too. Pretty much. Would have been a swinging suicide. (laughs) (laughs) Fallout comes out, what, Tuesday? (laughs) The new Fallout? Yeah, it is out. Is it? Oh, I think for some people it's getting it is. literally like review raped. Right oh yeah, now. I saw it. It's like a 2.0 on rotten, rotten. Critics like it. Whatever. Don't trust them, reviewers. I gotta stop using that voice. You, you, plus, you can't say don't trust those reviewers. I know. <laughs> That's why I said it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, the music. We'll start out with. The biggest hit songs. Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Oh, what a classic. Yeah. Glenn Miller Band with I've Got a Gal in Kalamazoo. You would know the piano medley oh, of yeah. that. No, I actually, um, one of my favorite uh, channels to listen to on Sirius is, uh, it's like 40s big band radio. They put that on a hot cup of chocolate Ugh. and a warm, warm fire. I was going to say more like a hot cup of Ovaltine, but oh, yeah. <laughs> and of course, K Kissers, Jingle Jingle Jingle. Onto the births. <laughs> That's such a good song. My dad always referred to my purse. The He's jingle, like, jangle, jingle. She's got a purse that jingle, jangle, jingles. Because whenever I would, I would just carry everything, everything in everything, my purse. Yeah. yeah. I called her old purse Hoffa. Because <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa's buried in yep, that purse. Yeah, we're pretty sure. <laughs> All right. Births. January 1st, country Joe McDonald. January 11th, Clarence Clemens. Rest in peace. February 2nd, Graham Nash. Crosby Stills, Nash and Young. February 9th, Carol King. Oh. February 13th, Peter Tork of the Monkees. February 28th, and I think future Death Spiracy, Brian Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. March 2nd, Lou Reed. <laughs> March 25th, Aretha Franklin. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. April 3rd, Wayne Newton and that hair. April 24th, Barbara Streisand. June 3rd, Curtis Mayfield. June 18th, Paul McCartney. June 20th. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> no. <laughs> June 20th, Brian Wilson. RIP his brain. June 24th, Mick Fleetwood. <sighs> August 1st, first, Jerry Garcia. August 20th, Isaac Hayes, RIP. November 20th, Norman Greenbaum. November 27th, Jimi Hendrix. December 7th, Harry Chapin. December 15th, Dave Clark of the Dave Clark Five. And December 30th, Michael Nismith of the Monkees. Movies. Mm. Here's the top grossing ones. Mrs. Miniver. 
Yankee Doodle Dandy, Random Harvest. Oh, is there any Casablanca? There's one I've heard of. Oh, okay, that's a good movie. That actually. is a good movie. I think it's overrated. Okay. <laughs> I just and throwing me. it out there in the in the netherverse. My favorite blonde, the Pride of the Yankees. Pardon my sarong. My favorite blonde is the Aluma Mommy. Aww. Here's some births. Just a couple. June 18th, Roger Ebert. R.I.P. July 13th, Harrison Ford. Go fly a plane. November 17th, Martin Scorsese. And November 24th, Billy Connolly. Is that an actor? Scottish comedian, yes. And oh. actor. Sorry, my bad. Television. April 1st, the U.S. War Production Board halts the manufacture of television and radio equipment for consumer use. April 13th, the Federal Communications Commission's minimum programming time required of U.S. television stations is reduced from 15 hours to four during the war. Four during the war. Because guess what? World War II. Hell yeah. Right into the news. It's bing banging. Oh, it's fun. This is really uplifting. April. The Nazi German extermination camp, Sobibor, opens in occupied Poland on the outskirts town of Sobibor. Between April 1942 and October 1943, 160,000 people die. Jeez. But by die, I mean murdered. Yeah. Here's that jazz skeleton band again. (laughs) Evan showed up for a while. It's been a minute. (laughs) Spring. (laughs) The Nazi Germany extermination camp, Treblinka. Number two opens in occupied Poland near the village of Treblinka. And 850,000 people are murdered. The Jewish star of David is required wearing for all Jews in the Netherlands and Belgium. This is a, like, I, how disgusting the World War II is, I just can't wrap my mind around. My dad, I was like, Dad, World War I was way worse, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, numbers, numbers, numbers. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, oh, wait. (laughs) Here we go, May 20th. The first African-American seamen are taken into the United States Navy. May 21st, World War II, Mexico declares war against Germany. I did not know Mexico went to war. Oh. On her 13th birthday on June 12th, Anne Frank makes the first entry in her new diary. July, inmates of Westerbork Transit Camp in the occupied Netherlands begin to be shipped to Nazi extermination camps. Another 107,000 will be murdered. July 6th, Anne Frank's family goes into hiding in an attic above her father's office in an Amsterdam warehouse. July 23rd, the gas chambers of Treblinka began operation, killing another 6,500 Jews. Oh boy, this is a magical year. (laughs) World War II, Brazil declares war on Germany and Italy. Brazil getting involved. Thanks, Brazil. September 26th, Nazi official August Frank issues the August Frank Memorandum settling how the belongings of evacuated Jews are to be disposed of. Yeah. Gross stuff. December 1st, gasoline rationing begins in the United States. Can you imagine if that happened now? Oh, we'd be up shit's creek. No, mm-hmm. yeah. December 2nd, the Manhattan Project begins. Uh, here's some inventions. Duct tape. Nice. Yes, duct tape. World's first nuclear reactors built in Chicago. Instant coffee is produced. Atomic power created by the United States. Uh, As Enrico Fermi, his team creates the first sustaining chain reaction. Napalm is invented as our guided missiles. 
Oh boy. Yeah, fun stuff. Ah, yes. Sports fans. The Washington Redskins win their second NFL championship 14-6 over the Chicago Bears. January 15th, President Franklin D. Roosevelt gives baseball the go-ahead to play despite World War II. He actually encourages more night baseball so that war workers may attend. The Cubs, who had signed contracts to install lights, dropped their plans because materials were needed for the war and they would not put lights up for 46 more years. World Series St. Louis Cardinals defeat the New York Yankees four games to one. And the Negro League World Series, yes, that's right. Blacks could fight in the war, couldn't play baseball with the whites. Of course not. Kansas City Monarchs defeat Homestead Grays four games to none. And in the NBL Championship, the Oshkosh All-Stars win two games to one over the Fort Wayne Zollner Pistons. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is the most 1940s team name yep. I've ever heard. And that's been your time capsule. So there's a lot of different reference points for Area 51. I wanted to kind of start this before I kind of delve into the information. When I was talking to the guys on our smoke break before we started, I basically said, hey, everything's classified for the most part, but you can find articles that lead to the conspiracies that you want to kind of discuss, especially when it comes to this case. With Area 51, I felt like this was a big one for us to cover because there's such a... There's such a idea in people's heads when it comes to Area 51, like this kind of thought process about, well, that's the magic base where all the crazy cryptids and ghosts and gooblies and... Ah, yes, the gooblies. <laughs> Coming to ABC this fall. <laughs> We're doing a gooblies episode the, down the line. Who would star in the gooblies? Oh. Uh, probably what's his fucking... F- Somebody who was popular in the '90s movies, and then all of a sudden he just reappears as like an actor. Tony TV. Danza. No, no, no. I was going to say it's going to be Larry the Cable Guy, and then <laughs> Balky, Balky from Balky from Perfect Strangers. <laughs> and there's got to be the hot neighbor. We're the Goobly, Suzanne Ricci, or somebody. Yeah, yeah. just like oh yeah, like uh, one of those uh, like Stephanie from Full House is just yeah, yeah, be oh, the yeah. random heartthrob. <laughs> yep. Whose teeth keep falling out because she's a meth addict. Mm -hmm. And she has a son who's a little scamper. Yeah. Page seven. Look it up. Just going to say that. Throw that out there. (laughs) Blind items. Hollywood. Scary. Anyway. (laughs) So according to Wikipedia, just to get a basic outline of Area 51, this is the United States Air Force facility commonly known as Area 51. It is a highly... Wrong button. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) This highly classified remote detachment of Edwards Air Force Base within the Nevada Test and Training Range. According to the Central Intelligence Agency, or CIA, their correct names for the facility are Homie Airport. What's up, my homies? (laughs) Not much dog. And Groom Lake. Wow, that was the most southern. That's the whitest thing I've ever said. That came with a side of potato salad. Yep. But Man- mayonnaise based. <laughs> yeah. Because it's spicy, that mayonnaise. Oh, I know. So too spicy. much black pepper. That's why I can't go to Panera. It's too much spice. Was that like a gay guy <laughs> and his girlfriend talking about something? <laughs> no, I, okay. 
the alarm has been sound. Yep. Though the, the name Area 51 was used in a CIA document from the Vietnam War, the facility has also been referred to as Dreamland and Paradise Ranch. Ooh, sounds awesome. It does. Paradise Ranch. Sounds like Take an Take me off- down to the Paradise Ranch where the girls are pretty and the grass is green. See, I was thinking I don't know this song. <laughs> I thought Wisconsin invented Paradise Ranch. Oh, this will take you to paradise there. You dip your broccoli in this, uh, you'll be automatically in paradise. It's called Land Lakes. It's got real good butter. It was. It, you know. This is a butter-based ranch. <laughs> oh, God. This is a butter-based. You just slide all over yeah, the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Take you to paradise. You know, just dip your, dip your donut right in that. Mm-hmm. I saw it as an offshoot of uh, Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch, maybe. Paradise Ranch? Yeah. Neverland Ranch is really bland. Like, kind of yeah. side. It's off to the side. and I just get scared anytime I think of that. There's something about that. I feel like there's a horror movie that's coming down the line. What, Michael Jackson's Neverland, Neverland Ranch? Ranch? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a good idea. It's haunted now. Oh, yeah. Or like all a, the roller coasters and stuff. Yeah. The, the ghost of a giraffe. You just see that monkey that he used the to have, like, no. li- literally throwing <laughs> shit yes. at you. He had monkeys. He had giraffes. Yeah. That giraffe has eaten probably the seal that he probably owned at one point. Mm-hmm. That giraffe probably has eaten better than any of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so sad, but true. Or did they he, eat he it? Got, he, got the, he got his own iPhone before <laughs> Michael died. So he's, he's just calling Uber Eats like, hey, it's me, giraffe. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. I'm lonely. I want some Taco Bell. I mean, the sad truth is he probably got eaten. It's like a Thanksgiving. I'll take the drumstick. <laughs> the security guards are left there like, well, uh, oh, I got the neck again. <laughs> Michael died. And uh, but you need a big hot dog bun for this. He was paying us in Skittles, but uh, yeah. I'm hungry and so is my wife. Bet, bet you if you threw that in the deep fryer. <laughs> Gonna eat a bigger deep fryer. Deep fried giraffe. I, all right, we're off to a swing. Dipped in start. Paradise Ranch. Yes! All <laughs> <laughs> oh, that butter-based ranch, yeah? Good with giraffe. <laughs> oh, you giraffe got Giraffe nuggets. <laughs> giraffe nuggets. Seek it. <laughs> the base's current primary purpose is publicly oh, unknown. With that. However, oh. based on historical evidence, it most likely supports the development and testing of experimental aircraft and wep- weapon systems slash black projects or African-American projects, if you want to be politically mm. correct. It's true. If you're going uh, shopping after Thanksgiving, it's African-American Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds really bad when you say it like that. <laughs> Yeah. This Friday, it's African American Friday. Well, they made a whole movie about it. Friday and next Friday, Friday and the Friday, and Friday after. after that. <laughs> Two Fridays from now. Yep. Chris Tucker, nice cube. Go see it. Funny movie. One of my favorite. The original of all time. Friday is hysterical. Yes. <laughs> the oh my god! The first time I watched that movie, I laughed so hard I've probably almost pissed myself. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. We got to come back together because people are probably getting pissed that we're going. I apologize. No, it's our my fault. The intense secrecy surrounding the base has made it the frequent subject of conspiracy theories. Which, again, we cited that in the beginning. This is one of those things you just—it's synonymous. You say aliens. it, and people are like, "Oh, aliens!" Yeah. Ugh. Like, well, that's if you were part of our closed group on Facebook, you would know that I like to occasionally drop a little hint on what we're tracking. Mm-hmm. And yes, I mean. When I thought of Area 51, before I started the research on this, I was like, aliens, oh yeah, here we go. It's either, like, yeah, it's either aliens or a nightclub. 
<laughs> it's a nightclub. Mm, yeah. It's for the really elite. Like, <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a sausage party. So <laughs> if you like dick, you're in the right place. But if you don't like Mark dick, yeah. you're just going to be standing there like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. At least the drinks are cheap. But they're just I will li- see your dick from at least an arm's length away. So they're just playing whoop. There it is the whole time. <laughs> Is it some DJ that's stuck in the nineties? Yeah, who well. let the dogs and out? Who let the dog? Yeah, no, it's just share. Do you believe in <laughs> this dance party? Sucks. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're there. You're there, and the drinks are like half off, so it's okay. Now, the intense secrecy surrounding the base has made it frequent subject of conspiracy theories and a central component to unidentified flying objects, or as we like to call them, UFOs. UFOs. Mm. Now, although the base has never been declared a secret base, all research and occurrences in Area 51 are top secret slash sensitive. Comp- Let's see. You want to know how secret it is? Try to get out on the property. Right. Yeah. Well, you can't. Technically, according to what I was listening to earlier today, one of the security guards was told, who was interviewed mm-hmm. after his duty was done, said that he <laughs> couldn't resist, could you? Nothing like the good duty joke. Well, my duty is done. <laughs> I put my shirt back on. <laughs> um, deep cut. So, <laughs> no, he was told that he could shoot on sight if somebody was trespassing. Oh, that wow. was the president. <laughs> Not again. I can't hold a job. <laughs> Why did we hire that guy? It red marks all over his file because he's good at shooting things. He literally got shot from working at a Dick Sporting Goods, <laughs> and those guys just carry guns for whatever the fuck reason. <sighs> Continuing, terrible hunter though. Oddly enough, that yeah. guy, yeah, yeah, <laughs> shot his friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a pheasant. It's all come back around, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Season two is showing you the light right now. <laughs> so, on June... Going pheasant hunting in Area 51. Uh, <laughs> on 25 June 2013, following a Freedom of Information Act request filed in 2005, the CIA publicly acknowledged the existence of the base for the first time. So, we know, as of past 2013, this is really a base. It's really top secret. And there's stuff going on. Declassifying documents detailing the history and purpose of Area 51. Area 51 is located in the southern portion of Nevada, which tells me that peasant hunting with Dick Cheney would be a bad idea because you're going to come up scarce, Mr. Yes. Cheney. And he does go peasant hunting. Yeah. Oh, pheasant. Oh, pheasant. That was, no, that, no, you were right. He goes peasant hunting. <laughs> that guy, she, she looks homeless. Uh, <laughs> see, that, see that guy over there, George? Yeah, that guy. That guy makes under twenty five k. Oh, sorry, George. <laughs> I love killing Walmart employees. I got a bunch of peasant heads hanging up above the mantle of my fireplace. <laughs> got them stuffed. I did. I did. I take. I eat their blood, and I, their heart just replaces my old heart. You know, he's had three, three hearts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's how I do. It's insane. That's insane. At that point, I think God's trying to tell you something. Right. Like <laughs> he, has the, he has the same doctor as uh, Magic Johnson. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> Fucking bastard. Anyway, so not Mike. No, the bastards. Oh, Dick Cheney. No. Dick Cheney. No, we Mike. love me. We Magic love Johnson. Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. She's amazing. So this is 83 miles northwest of Las Vegas. Just to kind of give you guys an idea where it is. 
Situated at its center on the south southern shore of Groom Lake is a large military airfield, which we was started in 42, which is why we took you back in time. Listen to little fucking... I got a girl in Kalamazoo. She likes to take it right in her poo. Oh, wait. That was the unedited version. My bad. Glenn Miller into some kinky stuff. <laughs> and his band. You didn't just get Glenn Miller. You got the you entire got the whole band. band. You got the brass section. You imagine. The woodwinds. big bands, groupies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> throw their giant panties you can <laughs> sail a, a boat with. Oh, I got a boner for the triangle player. <laughs> There's some horrible triple X super eight up. <laughs> just Glenn Miller and his whole band just blasted groupies. groupies. Oh, I love it when your trumpet sounds out on having sex with a girl in Kalamazoo. I mean, you're having sex with me and the song's about a girl in Kalamazoo. That city doesn't exist, does it? It sounds like a stupid name. Oh, I never get laid. I'm the slide whistle player. (laughs) Nobody ever sleeps with me. The slide whistle player. He never gets banged. No. (laughs) I don't. Just sit in the corner beating it off while I watch everybody else get laid. Look, just so you know, we <laughs> the slide Time to whistle go to <laughs> The slide whistle player never gets laid nope. in the orchestra. Nope. <laughs> oh God, I love doing the show. Sure, the triangle guy gets blowies left and right, <laughs> but me, it's so resonant though. The slide whistle just falls into like mm-hmm. the tr- the trumpet section. It just doesn't oh, work. God. So anyway, fuck it. <laughs> he wishes. Yeah. The uh, area around Area 51, including the small town of Rachel on the extraterrestrial highway, quote unquote, is a popular tourist destination, mm. which I would love to go down there and actually check that stuff out. And I saw uh, quite a few YouTube videos of people just like driving up and then like the guards are like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like the, they get out and they're like, right, here's Area 51, right? And they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Should I shoot him? They're like, you give me a word. No, you take him right out. Eh? <laughs> Fuck, Dick Cheney's here. Pez- or peasant hunting. Yeah, this, is, this is my idea for uh, post retirement. Anyway, so Groom Lake is a salt flat in Nevada used for runways of the Nellis Bombing Range Site Airport on the north of the Area 51 United States Air Force military installation. And actually, there was some bomb testing really close to this, and there, that kind of uh, raises some conspiracy eyes with with the the different bombs that were dropped, and the test sites. I don't know if you, did you guys see Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull? Yes, Once. the Crystal Skull. No, that's one of those shyly beach. Yeah, right. yeah, that's before he went crazy. Right, that's a big sleeper. Like, miss it if you have to, and that's fine. I did. I thought it was fine. I just hated it. Was it. It's fine. <laughs> I, saw, I dropped a subtle, I just hated it. <laughs> I just, okay, it's I a sleeper. Indeed. And just listen to Ryan sleep, and we're all awake now. Slam your two-hearteds, kids. We're, this is a drinky podcast tonight. I'm feeling it. Like, mm-hmm. this room, I can feel the air changed a little bit, because we're all just like... We're like our dwarven counterparts I on that had poster. An entire bottle of wine. 
We're, yeah. I feel like the ratio of days that I don't drink while we're podcasting, the days that I do is pretty out there. Mm-hmm. I think out of all, like if we record once a week for 52 weeks, I think I drink maybe three of I was those. Say, weeks. I could count how many times you drink yeah. the podcast in one hand. I'm but when say, I do, oh, <laughs> about half off. of this glass is Parrot the Bay. The gloves so. are off. Of all the podcasts that I haven't drank on, I've drank on like almost all. Right. So yep, that know. sounds about we right. <laughs> my, my bad dog. No, um, no, it's we're used to it. <laughs> I got a problem. So anyway, we know that the base started in 42 as Indian Springs Air Force Auxiliary Base, but there's this whole thing called the U2 program. And it's not with or without you. <laughs> it's about <laughs> I love that you did that. Is that the edge? <laughs> Overrated guitar player. He does work the delay pretty good, though, sir. So, the Groom Lake test facility was established in April of 55 by the CIA for Project Aquatone. Aquanet. Did you say Aquatone? The develop... Yeah, Aquatone. Come on, man. I That was me throwing <laughs> a burp back. It wasn't necessarily a hiccup. No, I was picking on me. No, I know. I was talking to Larry. Yeah, you miss, you, he's was, got the soundboard thing, you know. He's a little, he, he destroys my, my, myself. Your sweet, sweet jams. Brings me back up occasionally. <laughs> the development of the Lockheed... Hey, what sound would it make if you brought him back up? Maybe like a nice slide whistle? <laughs> hey, we're back up yeah. now. Yeah, We're good to go. I am cute. I'm a hot bitch. Red All right, here we go. 2018. 2018. Ooh. That that review was that, yeah that made me a couple heavy. more years he'll be flaccid dad twenty eighteen oh <laughs> everybody who drinks yeah. <laughs> yep everybody who drinks on antidepressants yep they know flaccid dad twenty eighteen <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny to me like, slide with some <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean drinking every night and then taking an antidepressant doesn't make my dick work? Well, at least I have you, alcohol. And Slide Whistle, friend. <laughs> you like, give me the soundtrack of my life. Slide Whistle, friend. Especially when we go on elevators. <laughs> or run slides. <laughs> what if they're on a swing? You're the best when we're watching the stock market. <laughs> this is the silliest fucking episode in a while. Okay, so okay, so now there was a sighting of one of these YouTube planes, and at the time, I think they may have thought maybe this is an idea. Was it a beautiful day? <laughs> it was a bloody Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that was subtle enough to be perfect. Okay, no. Okay, so he notified. Okay, so as part of the project, the director Richard Bissell Jr. understood that given the extreme secrecy to enveloping the project, the flight test and pilot training programs could not be conducted at Edwards Air Force Base or Lockheed's Palmdale facility. A search for a suitable testing site for the U 2 was conducted under the same extreme security as the rest of the project. He notified Lockheed 
but sent an inspection team to groom to out to Groom Lake. According to Lockheed's YouTube designer Kelly Johnson, quote, we flew over it within 30 seconds. You knew that was the place. It was right by a dry lake. Man alive. We looked at that lake and we all looked at each other. It was another Edwards. So we wheeled around, landed on that lake, taxied up to the end of it. It was a perfect natural landing field, as smooth as a billiard table without anything being done to it. The place was called Groom Lake, and that's how they set up shop. Mm. And I could get into more of that, mm-hmm. but I got to get into one other thing before we take a break. Okay. Now, throughout the years, now, I actually listened to an uh, interesting take by a former Area 51 here. I think it was a O2, which is like an ensign or a lieutenant junior or something like that. I spent five years in the military, and I know officers are all O's. <laughs> Uh, O2 is kind of like your basic level officer or oxygen or oxygen. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now this specific officer was privy to some testing that they did. And he talked briefly about a amazing little invention. Now they say that most military testing becomes like part of our, our, our lives. Basically Mm -hmm. a lot of military testing has like made amazing. Yeah, amazing things that we all use now and today. According to this guy during this interview on the radio that I listened to, there is a military test system set up, uh, codenamed Beowulf, and which is a great name. You guys ever seen the movie Edge of Tomorrow? No, but I've seen the movie Beowulf. Not at all related. No, nope. but if you've seen Edge of Tomorrow, you know the suits they get into. Or we'll say like a small 10-foot tall version of... I thought that was my dog. The walls are purring. <laughs> um, Carry on. If you guys have seen Pacific Rim or any sort of like Japanese manga mech warrior type suit things mm-hmm. or whatever so imagine getting into a suit with arms and legs that you pilot as a soldier you're 10 feet tall you carry a baton that oh by the way you can lift cars and throw them so is it kind of like the thing that sigourney weaver is in at the end of aliens yes exactly you should have you should have called that ripley ellen ripley (laughs) you know what Everyone calls her Ripley in the films. No one goes, hey, Ellen. And she's like, what? Everybody gets free shoes. <laughs> All right. Um, no, but the, the crazy thing about the Beowulf is that, like, for, according to what he was saying, it, it's pretty close to being something that we would use for, like, ground, ground troops. <laughs> being able to lift cars and, and a baton with some sort of, like, electric functioning. So you can not like only bash prod. the shit out of a crowd, but yeah, but you can cattle prod, cattle prod like a group and probably send them into the fucking sky. Cause who knows what the fucking current is on that thing. Can you imagine being in a badass suit like that? That's badass. It is badass. I'm just saying, I, I want one of those just to be a male prostitute in. I would just be fucking flinging mail and I'd still be a hero because the kids would be outside crying because they want to ride in my fucking awesome suit. And the thing is, the more I delved into that stuff, the more I was convinced that like, yeah, you know what? 
military testing, while scary, it's making some awesome shit. Shit, and you know there's laser fucking photon torpedoes, mm-hmm. fucking hoverboards with like holograms and 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 cool shit. I mean, we see we could see Tupac Shakur live. We got well, you that. could, yeah. you could now, and that's just in today. But imagine in military but military test dead. I hope. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have a Tupac hit. Tupac. There you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Now before it's we the take most a half ass to right, this is like one pock. So <laughs> we had the whistleblower in the beginning, but we've got a primary Area 51 whistleblower right here. This guy is named Robert Lazar. He's a slide whistleblower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's angsty because he doesn't get the he doesn't dive into the sea. No one blows his whistle. He was born January 26, 1959. He claims to have worked on reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology at a site called S4 near Area 51 test facility and that the UFOs use gravity wave propulsion. This is powered by the, as of then undiscovered, Element 115. He further claims to have read U.S. government briefing documents that described alien involvement in human affairs over the past 10,000 years. Lazar's claims resulted in bringing the secret Area 51 site to the attention of the public. Universities from which Lazar claimed to hold degrees show no record of him. He owns and runs a scientific supply company. Which sounds kind of shady, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. We'll keep going. Beakers are us. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Mm. We'll we'll post a picture of this guy on our Instagram. Bunsen burners and beyond. That's right. Lazar is is responsible for bringing the secret test site area 51 to the attention of the general public public in May of 1989. Lazar appeared in a special interview with investigative reporter George Knapp on Las Vegas TV station KLAS under the pseudonym Dennis. And his face was hidden to discuss purported employment and S4 a subsidiary subsidiary (laughs) he claimed exists near United States Air Force facility Area 51. He said the facility was adjacent to Papoose Lake which is located south of the main Area 51 facility at Grim Lake and included concealed aircraft hangars built into the mountainside. He said that he was involved in the reverse engineering of several flying saucers. Well this makes sense. I mean in my head they drop they drop a plane or mm-hmm. drop a craft, Roswell. They take it back. They got to, re- in order to understand it, they got to reverse engineer mm-hmm. it to kind of figure out how this whole thing works. Now, I'd always heard that it's, it's one of these magnet things or it's some sort of like energy that we can't quite understand that mm-hmm. usually is what, what, what controls them. Now, I noticed recently, and this isn't necessarily something we're going to dive into heavy. But they saw UFOs in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the audio of the pilots today, actually, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. talking about what they saw. And it's pretty scary. Like, you know, UFO sightings have been pretty consistent in this era. And in, in, I would say the last hundred years. And this particular one, these are two like normal, not necessarily conspiracy theorists, not that I know of, pilots. Mm-hmm. With very thick Irish accents, who see this literal object object with lights, do like Mach two 
and then turn like almost a vertical 90 degrees and go up. Almost like if, almost like if they, if they saw it, they were just like, and just went up all of a sudden, which is just crazy to me. I mean, I'm just talking offhand about something I read about today. And that was in the Washington Post, like fake news. Yeah, of course, Trump. So let's 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 keep going here. So Lazar is responsible for bringing these claims about the the, the site. Uh, Lazar claims that the propulsion of the studied vehicles was fueled by atomic element one fifteen or muscovium, discovered later in two thousand three. It's probably got a little bit to do with it, and that this was used to generate gravity waves. He also claims that he was given briefing documents describing the historical involvement of his extraterrestrial beings from Zeta Reticuli with Earth for the past. Now, I said the Gaeta Treaty with uh, Eisenhower was in the Mm -hmm. 50s, right? Yeah. Well, this, according to Lazar, says that this alien race with Earth has been tied to us for 10,000 years. Whoa. So, Larry, you probably remember <laughs> just, before, just before I, I was born. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Now, Lazar's story garnered much media attention and controversy. Remember, the first hit song was <laughs> beating on a log. Yeah. Stick, or, stick on rock. Yeah, or quiet wife, want baby. Okay, so Lazar's story garnered Works media attention. Works on me every time. <laughs> Shoot load, I will... <laughs> Lazar's story garnered media attention and controversy and has some support. That's why there's no more kids. However, the majority of scientific community remains skeptical. Lazar claims to have worked as a scientist in the Mason Physics Facility at the Los Alamos National Laboratory. He has stated that his academic records were erased in an effort to, by the authorities to discredit his story, which we talked about um, a lot with Dulce, the Dulce Base Wars. Pretty much the the two major people that were involved in that, one of them was found suicided slash two bullets to the back of the head kind of scenario. It was a hunting accident. God damn it. We can't take you anywhere, Dick. <laughs> so to me, <coughs> sorry, there's a little thing in my throat. So, um, it always creeps me out when stuff like this sometimes happens. Sometimes it's too salty. It always creeps me out sometimes with stuff like this that like people turn up missing or they're literally like got suicided mm-hmm. or they're discredited by the government or maybe not the government, maybe a secret agency. Maybe there's another. I know, I think it was one of the Clintons in uh, some sort of a debate was like, oh, all the, we need all 17 of our government agencies. And it's like, 16 gives the best blowjobs. <laughs> Is that the blowjob agency? BFI. What's BFA stand for? <laughs> blowjobs from interns? Blowjobs from interns. It's got a silent I. It starts with an A. Or did you say BFI? BFI. Oh, my bad. Not FBI. <laughs> That's female body inspectors. That's me. Oh, good Lord. Um, okay, I don't even know where we're at right now. So we're talking about Bob Lazar. 
We're talking about Area 51. Well, I know, but I'm That's saying. That's what I called her landing strip. <laughs> I love this woman's Bob Lazar. Oh, I could land my chin on that all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well groomed lake. Arkansas pride right here. I will rub my chin all over them <laughs> roast beef slits. Going hard at the Hardys. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> all right. So, <laughs> now Lazar claims to hold degrees from Massachusetts Institute of Technology or MIT and the California Institute of Technology. Investigations into his background could not find any records of this. That's not good. No. That's like me being like, oh, to Harvard. And then I like pull out a like a drawing my kid did, and it says Harvard, but it says H E R V R R D. Harvard. His his uh, his classmate was Fred Kennedy. <laughs> oh, we're bringing that I guy back. Kennedy, yeah. I got Harvard. Be like my brother. I can't wait to warn you go myself. Just like my brother. Oh god. Rest in peace, Fred Kennedy. So there were legal problems in the nineties. And oh god. In nineteen ninety, Lazar was arrested for aiding and abetting a prostitution ring. Yeah, we know about that. Now, many conspiracy theorists out there will say this was another ploy to bring down Lazar's credibility mm-hmm. because the fact that he is the big whistleblower for this whole this reverse engineering and UFO contact, especially just calling out the the place where the aliens are. Um, Which you see, like to this day, when someone like look what they try to do with Bob Mueller. Yeah, that those those two geniuses tried to offer money to women to say that they were sexually assaulted by him, which was terrible, and which may have happened to Kavanaugh. I mean, yeah. No, and that's the thing that you got to think. You got to always be keep your head on a swivel with this stuff mm-hmm. because the fact of the matter is everybody's got an agenda, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the higher ups, the powers that be. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here. I mean, this is why this is eternally fascinating to me. It's just that, you know, even sitting down today, I had dinner with my dad and just listening to him, and he's super pro Trump. And some of the stuff he said made, m- made a mm-hmm. point. And I'm not necessarily pro-Trump, but I definitely understand the influence that he has over people like my dad. Titties. So it's interesting. It's interesting because we both love titties. Trump does titties. have nice titties. He does. It's interesting to talk to somebody from that mindset mm-hmm. rationally. Yeah. And, and try to find a middle ground. There is death. There, yeah. It more than, lie, more than likely lies somewhere in the middle. Indeed. So... Now, I want to, before we take our break, I want to mention that Lazar owns and operates United Nuclear Scientific Equipment and Supplies, which sells a variety of materials, including radiation sensors, radioactive ores, non-radioactive elements such as pure silicon, powerful magnets, and other scientific equipment such as Aragol, as well as a variety of lab chemicals. In 2006, Lazar and his wife, Joy White, were charged with violating the Federal Hazardous Substances Act for shipping restricted chemicals across state lines. The charges... The charges stemmed from a 2003 raid on United Nuclear's business offices where chemical sales records were examined. United Nuclear pled guilty to three criminal counts of introducing into inter, 
interstate commerce and aiding and abetting the introduction into interstate commerce of banned hazardous substances. Yeah. You cannot sell banned substances. I wonder how many banned substances there are. In when your meat comes in a caulking gun. <laughs> keep going. I'm, I'm hungry. So keep talking. Yeah, let's right? talk. Let's talk a guilty pleasures real quick before we take a break. <sighs> okay. Zebra cakes. Ooh. Oh, dude. Mm. Good Lord. Josh just stroked out. <laughs> I haven't had a zebra cake in a long time. So. Guiltiest pleasure. Masturbating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no. As far as food goes, um, Oh no, we never said anything about food. He just said guilty pleasure. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a. Oh, it's who doesn't whatever. rub one out? Fair enough. Um, Every seven days. Thanks, alcohol and. <laughs> cheesy Gordita Crunch at Taco Bell. Oh, no. baby. Yeah. Now you're talking what I like. Mm-hmm. Five Guys cheeseburger. Oh, bacon cheeseburger from Five Guys, yeah. And the Cajun fries. Yeah. <sighs> Order the kids size for Christ's sake. Don't yeah, make right. the same mistake I did my first time there. Yeah, no, Josh and I, the first time we went there, we both ordered a double and then we both got large fries. You so got a bag full of fries. Yeah, we got two bags full of fries. I've never been to five guys. Oh. Best mistake we ever made. Here's yeah, right. the, they put the fries in the thing and then they put it in the bag and then they take another scoop and jam it into the bag. Yeah. It's so good. Like imagine a McDonald's fry, but then double that. And that's double? How much, I'm thinking more triple. Yeah. All right, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to go with... God, there's so many good ones, but you know what? From time to time, April will go to the store and buy me a box of oatmeal cream pies. Mm-hmm. And I get so mad because the everyone eats The most sexual of all the little Debbies. Yeah. I'm the all about pies. that cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> and especially when it's double stuff. Yep. <clears throat> God, nothing tastes worse than cum. Hey. Hey, I'm not wrong. No, I'm not going to challenge you on that. <laughs> Let's have a contest, a tasting contest. All right, we're going to take a break. We're all going to try cum, and then when we come back, more of the segments you know and love. A uh, long time ago, I used to live in Las Vegas, and um, I had a neighbor. He was some drunk uh, former uh, military guy, uh, and one day we were talking about uh, just uh, nothing. And uh, he had told me that he used to work uh, on a, uh, at a Area 51. And so I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I haven't seen the aliens. What do they look like? Blah, 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 yada, yada. And he would never, ever tell me nothing, nothing, nothing. You couldn't pry anything out of him. But uh, one night uh, we had a power outage and, um, like, the whole neighborhood was black. You couldn't see anything. So... The, the night sky was like really dark you could see like a lot of the stars because there was no outside light to drown out the uh, the stars and he was real stinking drunk he's I remember this guy used to drink like a like a half gallon of whiskey every three days so we're just talking and bullshitting and I don't know where he goes he goes hey you see uh, Orion's belt and I was like no I don't know what the hell it looks like and he goes yeah up there he goes you see Orion's belt he goes you see how you see two stars that are straight, very, very parallel to each other, and then there's a little star that's slightly adjacent and off to the, you know, left. And I said, yeah, yeah, I see it, whatever. And he goes, the bad aliens live on that adjacent star. And I looked at him, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, and he goes, yeah, no, he goes, I'm serious. He goes, uh, the, the two stars, that's where the good aliens live. The bad aliens live on that other star. And he said the good aliens look like the, tra- the traditional 
grades that we see um, on, you know, in magazines on the internet with the big head, the big eyes, they're really small and gray. He said the bad aliens are brown colored, uh, very tall, and they smell. Lesson two. Gently place the balls into the mouth and hum. Second segment time. Time for all the different little segments that you know and love. That, Boy, that gum was, was salty. <laughs> Sometimes it's too salty. Ah. I was spraying her in the mouth. And she said it was too salty. That's oh. cum. So we went outside. We talked about jerking off, and then we decided that against it. Too cold. Too cold. Too cold. It was very Midwestern. The way so that <laughs> it's too cold. It tasted like mayonnaise. Very cold. Oh, yeah. Your dog is awesome. Lando says hi. Josh just said stop biting her butt to Lando because of the cat. We so, assume. Rational Wiki. Yes. Our home for rationalizations. Mm, very rational. They talk about Robert Lazar, our friend who we talked about. And they say he is a double-edged sword of UFO cranks. Hmm. On the one hand, he's a pathological liar with a long laundry list of fantasies about working at Area 51. Oof. Oh, my. On the other hand, he runs United Nuclear, one of the very few chemical supply houses still supplying as many unrestricted chemicals as possible to amateur chemists. Make of him what you will, but if many, if you need 50 feet of magnesium ribbon, uh, Niada. Neodium, neod, neodium, 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 magnet the size of a brick, or I don't know, wiping credit cards from 10 feet away, or a jar of heavy water, he's the best source. Heavy water. And he also has an amusing. For my water light, I'm on yeah. a diet. <laughs> amusingly goofy graphic involving uranium on his website. In 1990, Lazar pleaded guilty to felony pandering. In 2007, United uh, Scientific Supplies LLC was fined $7,500 and received three years probation for violating federal law, which prohibits the sales of materials used to make illegal fireworks. Hmm. Now, his claims, most people in the UFO community think Lazar is even too crazy for them. Some of his claims are he got a master's degree in physics from MIT, which we basically Mm -hmm. debunked in the last segment was hired to work as a scientist at Area 51, worked in U.S. military program to back-engineer alien technology and power anti-gravity propulsion craft, browsed inside UFOs, powered by Element 115, parked in a hangar, tried to sit in seats but found them too small, saw secret reports documenting gray aliens' involvement with mankind for over 10,000 years, and says aliens are from Zeta Reticuli. The proofs of his claims... None. 
Now, what is element 115? So long before Moscovium was created and assigned the number 115 on the periodic table of elements, Lazar claimed it was capable of powering anti-gravity engines. Some people feel this vindicates Lazar and proves the rest of his kooky claims. However, Bob Lazar to be however, for Bob Lazar to be right, virtually all modern atomic physics would need to be wrong. <laughs> Quote, unfortunately, the very method of his apparent vindication that element 115 had finally been created directly contradicts a key claim that Bob Lazar made. Unupendium cannot be synthesized in a lab. Undependium, it's undependable. That it must be found in naturally occurring deposits that can only be made in high mass star systems. So like your mom, who's a massive star who has high mass. Dang. Nerd. And that brings me to the last article of my research. So Washington Post says the government admits it studies UFOs. So about those Area 51 conspiracy theories. Now, this article was written by Cleve R. Wooston Jr. on December 18th, 2017. So it's relatively recent, about a year or less. For decades, Americans were told that Area 51 didn't really exist. But then we know that that is since 2013 mm-hmm. has been changed. The Pentagon has officially confirmed that there was in fact a $22 million government program to collect and analyze anomalous and and anom, anomalous aerospace threats. Anomalous. Oh, I'm just going to say anatomist. I'm say anonymous aerospace threats. <laughs> government speak for UFOs. So, as the Washington Post, Joby Warrick reported, the Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program was a rare instance of continued government investigations into a UFO phenomenon that was the subject of multiple official inquiries in the 50s and 60s. For a specific segment of the population that doesn't need to Google the term Paradise Ranch and Cheshire Cat Airstrip, it was a eureka moment, the first of presumably many alien-related secrets that have slipped out of the clenched jaws of the government. The non-Googlers have it easy. It seems the admission and the fact that the government spent $22 million on UFO research gives any out-there theory a patina of credibility, which I can understand. These people, anytime they hear UFO or alien, even if it's in the context of like, maybe it's out there, it becomes real. Yep. But what about the rest of us who have not fully jumped onto the tinfoil hat bandwagon. What are we to make of 70 years of bizarre stories centered on a secret government base an hour drive from the Las Vegas Strip? Now, in 55, 1955, President Dwight D. Eisenhower approved the addition of the Strip of Wasteland, known by its map designation as Area 51, to the Nevada test site. According to a CIA history of a spy plane declassified in 2013, the area was near the Atomic Energy Commission's vast desolate proving grounds and was used to test the high-altitude U-2 plane. A parade of top-secret aircraft was tested in the area, according to Reuters, including the A-12 aircraft, a spy plane that flew faster than the speed of sound, and the Angular F-117 stealth ground attack jet. But Area 51 quickly became a wireframe from not quite verified musings about alien life, secret technology, and supernatural behavior. Gaping holes in out-there theories had an 
Easy explanation. The government is working <laughs> diligently to keep the real story under wraps. The biggest working conspiracy theory is that Area 51 is where the U.S. government stored aliens and spacecraft that crash-landed on Earth, particularly the unidentifiable debris Earth discovered by William Mac Brazil. Brazil, a farmer, discovered metallic rods, pieces of plastic, and silvery scraps in Roswell, New Mexico, in 1947. He called the sheriff who called the military who carted the debris off in armored vehicles, but the secret was out, and it captured the imagination of the American public. The government, the theories go, experimented on the aliens and tried to harness the technology in their ship to manufacture interstellar spacecraft and produce powerful energy weapons. Lab-coded Area 51 scientists also were said to be mulling ways to manipulate or weaponize the weather travel. Um, They were supposedly there to manipulate or weaponize the weather, comma, travel through time, and teleport. For decades, people reported seeing strange lights in the desert around Area 51, presumably alien aircraft taking off or being tested. Adding fuel... Adding fuel to the alien theories, Ray Santil, Ray Santilli released a video in 1995 that purported to show an alien autopsy after the Roswell crash, which we can post on uh, our Facebook. The crowd that believed something wasn't quite right, Area 51, was buoyed by a lawsuit filed by workers at the facility. They reported rashes, respiratory ailments, and even deaths related to their jobs. So. Much like what we're all going to die from, cell phones being in our pocket all day, mm-hmm. radiating massive amounts of heat, probably going to turn our thighs into dicks and metal butts into penises and our faces into vaginas. I don't know. I, I'm just saying we're carrying around like the most sophisticated devices constantly and it's always burning heat into our sides. I don't know about you, but I go to sleep with like YouTube videos playing on my headphones to get me to sleep okay and i usually wake up with my phone like burp, 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 burp. you need to go to work you fucking piece of shit <laughs> yeah of course the alien aspects of those theories have crumbled under decades of scrutiny some have been explained away by declassified <laughs> documents wrong tube josh other f- theories have been outright fabrications the debris that that Brazel found on his farm was part of a government cover-up. For example, it just didn't involve aliens. Air Force claimed it was using high-altitude balloons to try to detect Soviet nuclear tests. The Air Force said it was much about 50 years after the debris was found in a 231-page report. Other officials have speculated that debris came from a crashed nuclear bomber that had broken up over New Mexico. Roswell was, after all, the home of the... 509th Composite Group, the atomic weapons unit that bombed Hiroshima and Nagasaki. That was a mighty big explosion. Great Japanese accent. See. <laughs> we do believe that something did happen at Roswell. One source close to the investigation told the Post, Jack Anderson and Mike Binstein in 1995, something big. We don't know if it was a plane that crashed with a nuclear device on it or if it was some other experimental situation, but everything we've seen so far points to an attempt on that part of the Air Force to lead anybody that looks at this down another track. Santilli's autopsy footage was easier to debunk. He admitted that it was fake. That's that 1995 Grays <laughs> thing. So 
though he maintains that it was based on actual footage. And the space around Area 51 was where the United States tested several of its more experimental aircraft as the Cold War raged, adding to the mystery. Incidents such as the crash on Braswell's farm or the sightings of several bright lights were shrouded in secrecy and half-baked excuses that became fodder for people who believe, quote, maybe cue the X-Files thing here, people who believed the truth is out there. I didn't know we were going to have Jesse on the show. The experimental aircraft may have had something to do with the injuries suffered by the workers. As the post Richard Levy reported in 97, they claim materials, including anti-radar coating and other classified substances had been burned in open pits on the base. Filmmakers took notice on the intrigue over the past 70 years. Air 51 has been cemented as a popular science fiction trope, which we brought up mm-hmm. Now, experiments on aliens and their spacecraft was an important plot point in the 1996 summer blockbuster Independence Day. But that's the article, not you, Josh. That's I'm which, not giving you stink eye. In which a U.S. resistance force converges on Area 51 to launch a final battle. But in the real world, government employees had been poring over their own film captured by fighter pilots of possible UFOs, which we can post those too, because there's a lot of those. Chris Mellon, a former deputy assistant secretary of defense for intelligence. Uh, who once worked for the advanced aviation threat identification program said investigators had interviewed pilots who claimed they saw weird things in the air. Milan, who now works with UFO Data, a private organization, described one video of an encounter as, quote, it was white, oblong, some 40 feet long, and perhaps 12 feet thick. Penis, penis, penis. The pilots are astonished. They always say it's longer than it actually is. (laughs) The pilots are astonished to see the object suddenly reorient itself toward the approaching F-18 in a series of discrete tumbling maneuvers that seem to defy the law of physics, the object takes a position directly behind the approaching FA-18. The pilots <laughs> capture gun camera footage and infrared imagery on the object. They are outmatched by a technology they've never seen. The Advanced Aviation Identification Program generated at least one report, a 490-page volume that describes alleged UFO sightings in the United States and numerous other countries over multiple decades. Now, in order to understand Area 51, we need Josh to delve in with a little bit of pop culture. It's time for the Pop Culture Minute with Josh. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, Area 51 as well as one other part of the Area 51. We're going to start off with movies. And of course, we're going to start off with 1996's Independence Day starring Will Smith. The United States military uses alien technology captured at Roswell to attack the invading an alien fleet from Area 51. Of course, this movie would have quite possibly my favorite speech of almost any film ever made. 
by the president. And uh, so I would definitely. No, it wasn't Donald Trump. (laughs) I would highly recommend the film to anybody and everybody. Ryan's having troubles. Make as much noise as corrected. Now, of course, Ryan also mentioned a little old film called Indiana Jones. Now, in the films, Hangar 51 appears to be a government warehouse that stores different exotic items. Of course, at the end of, um, I believe it was at the first film where they find the covenant of the, the Ark of the Covenant. They store it in a warehouse along with an alien corpse from Roswell. What? So, definitely good stuff. Hey guys, let's move into TV. Have you guys ever seen Stargate SG-1? No. Nobody? Okay, well that's that's all me. I love Stargate. And uh, Area 51 in Stargate serves as a storage and testing facility for advanced weapons systems and airspace spacecraft designed using technology discovered after the Stargate was activated. Now, I cannot talk about Area 51 without talking about video games. And I don't know how many of us here remember the 1995 arcade game Area 51. Did you guys go to arcades at all in the mid-90s? I did. Oh, yeah. Studio I was a baby. You, yeah, you were. Do you, did you guys ever play the, the game Area 51? No. It utilizes a, uh, a light gun. Now, the game would eventually come to PS1, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong in that. But the game... Uh, the player in the game had to defeat the alien Kron and zombie personnel in order to arm the base, nuclear self-destruct, and prevent further infestation. Very difficult game that I remember. <clears throat> now, Area 51 would be released in 2005, developed by Midway Studios. I'm sure we all know Midway. Uh, the, this particular game would come out for PS2, Xbox, and Microsoft Windows and is a essentially a loose remake of the 1995 game. Now, let's get a little bit more current. Call of Duty Black Ops. Many people have played it, I'm sure, here. And the DLC Zombies Level Moon, in which part of the level is set in Hangar 18 in Area 51... Hangar 18 is also a multiplayer map, again, based in Area 51. And the particular uh, Hangar 18 would also be based, or would be featured in Deus Ex and Perfect Dark Feature. Let's move to some music-related stuff, guys. Now, have you guys ever heard of Ingve Malmsteen? Ryan, I'm sure you have. Yeah. I, he's a Swedish guitar player known for... His uh, guitar technique, he's insanely good. He has uh, arpeggios from hell, I think it's called. Anyways, uh, he has a song called Hangar 18, Area 51. It was off of his Alchemy record, which is the fifth studio record from Yngwie Malmsteen on, and his, or sorry, fifth from Yngwie and his 12th album overall, and that was released in 1999. And there was a little song called Hangar 18 by a band called Megadeth on the album Rust in Peace. 
This particular record would actually feature uh, guitarist Marty Friedman and drummer Nick Menza for the first time on any Megadeth record. Rust in Peace is probably one of my all-time favorite metal records. So if you have never heard it and you like metal, I highly, highly suggest that record. Now, interestingly enough, the phone call to Art Bell that we heard as the opening segment of this um, particular episode here, Tool would actually end up using in a song called Fape de Oed, which means voice of God in the Enochian language. They would use the, uh, the actual um, audio from the phone call and put different kinds of uh, static and whatnot behind it. It really creates a uh, uh, an interesting feel to that recording. Now, finally, my last little bit of pop culture here. We all know the band Blink-182, right? Never heard of them. Blink-182, yes. Hmm. Yes. I guess this is growing up. Bing, 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 bing. Now it is, that really resonated with my like 16-year-old mm-hmm. self. <laughs> it is no secret that Tom DeLonge has made it very apparent throughout the years that he does believe that aliens exist. In fact, he even wrote of the song, Aliens Exist. But many people do not know that uh, in 2015, Tom DeLonge would leave the band Blink-182. Whether he left or he was fired is to be determined by everybody. That was not part of the band. But the fact of the matter is, is Tom DeLonge is no longer in the band Blink-182. And he would actually reach out to... Take your alien shit and shove it. He, I just imagine He decided that from his musical career, career, that he wanted to prove that aliens exist. Now, coincidentally, he has gone into the world of... of books he has become an author mm. now he released in 2000 he released a book called secret machines book one chasing shadows which is a novel that came out in april 2016 and recently the book number two came out so this tom DeLong believes very much that aliens exist and he wants to prove to everybody that they do and so that's why he does stand out in fields and just scream out to the skies where are you (laughs) and that's all I have guys (laughs) that's been your pop culture guys girls where are we (laughs) (laughs) we're in rough shape tonight We've been drinking, but we shot through a lot of info. But, you know, it's always important for our Luma mommy to pull us to the side of the road and give us some pop. Or wait, (laughs) give us some of those Yahoo answers. Somebody pinched her butt. Yeah. Right. Sound I make every time. Have I Yahoo. ever mentioned how much I love the music in this segment? Yahoo! <sighs> Might have to send you this playlist as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Yahoo! Kill me. Um, okay, so no. for this 
Not yeah. going to do it. <laughs> For this Yahoo Answers, I decided to ask our internet friends, how can I get a job at Area 51? Oops. I've had almost an entire bottle of wine. She's I'm, had half a bottle of rum. I'm fine. I heard she's that, not. I heard that um, they pay a lot of money for private security. We'll pay you in dollars. This gentleman asks, "Guy, can I get a job at Area 51? I want one as a security guard or computer dude." <laughs> So, I, I'm the I, I'm the computer dude and I'm the uh, computer dude. I, th- I thought uh, <sighs> finally I got a job in IT. Hopefully I won't. Oh, sorry, I just jumped out mainframe. I don't even have a gun. How so, the fuck did that happen? The best answer from user Half Words McGill mm-hmm. wrote, "You can't. All the presidents deny that place even exists, and you guys think this guy." Who just happens to want to be a fucking guard can fill out an application and get the job? Hell no! You if you <laughs> even if you <laughs> you're speaking like me right now. I love it. If you even <laughs> drive close to the place, a camo truck would come out of the trees and follow you. Stop. Right out of the trees. Stop you! Here and, comes a camo truck <laughs> and make you turn the hell around. Come on now! I'm pretty sure it's hard to get a job in that place unless. In less <laughs> your military high rank or some sort of important ass person that they need. It's not simple. If uh, was, excuse me, I'm an ass person. <laughs> if I'm here w- to uh, ass. If it Bubble. was, there would be a lot of people, you know, working there, but I bet Bubble. you don't know one face in the place. Yahoo! I, I don't know one face in the place. That's right. But I like buttholes. Uh User Tech Tech wrote, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to have a pretty high security clearance in order to get a position there. On top of that, you'll have to work in the military. Thanks, Uh, Tech Tech. User Doug B wrote, security at Groom Lake is handled by Wacken Hut. Apparently that's a real place. Uh, I've been there before. User Lemon Never wrote, tell guys in black to help you or catch Bigfoot. Uh, and okay. user Army Ranger wrote, it's classified, but I think you can still join the men in black. Uh, now, another question we asked is, if you got offered a job in Area 51, would you take it? Why user not? Katrina. Yeah, you applied, obviously. Yeah, right. Uh, user Katrina wrote, do I get to dissect the aliens? If yes, I'm taking the job. Yeah, they're um, just going to let some rando off the street. Right. Yeah, come- hey, you look familiar. You look trustworthy. Once you you finger around in this gray alien's innards for a little while. Yeah. uh, User Kitty wrote, sure, I would in a heartbeat and hoping they had a supply of Premarin. I have quit taking those things, but sometimes I need a fix. I get hot flash is something fierce. Sometimes I'd kill to get a few. Get a few of those back in the system and I do most anything in a job in Area 51 too. Okay. I remember the brief period I had an extra set of like like probably three days worth of Percocet after I was saying, oh mm-hmm. my God. And there was a day I took it and I was just like, I get it. Fuck it. Prescription drugs for, for life. Yep. It's like the happiest. So user Puddlemere United fan would write or uh, wrote, Yes, I would take a job at Area 51, but as I'm an alien from the planet Zartex, the U.S. military would probably shoot me dead, so I wouldn't have the job very long. Uh, what is he doing on Yahoo Answers? I don't know. Um, 
user Quizard wrote, I was. I've been promoted to Area 52. You wouldn't believe the shit they have there. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, um, user XXXYYYZZZ wrote, hell yeah, I'm jobless at the moment. And that sounds exciting. Mm. Yeah, those are your Yahoo answers. God, I love Yahoo! I love a good Yahoo answer segment. That was nice. It was beautiful, man. It was beautiful, man. So we have a segment we're about to go into, but I got to ask you guys since this, we got fella corner right here. Ooh, do you think I covered the ball of- zone? We'll call it what, the, ball the ball pit. The ball oh, pit. Yeah, I love it. We're in the ball pit. Okay, ball pit. Lando's here too. If you were if you were alone with a beautiful uh, female alien, oh, good question. If you're alone with like a beautiful extraterrestrial, would you wrap it up or would you just do it? You got to wrap it up. You don't know what kind of STDs those things have. I mean, you might just stick it in, pull it out, and or you pull it jumps up. Yep, or he'd pull it out and he could fly. Who knows? That's a great point too. You become like Avatar or something. You're big and blue. Up, oh, yep. Just just got laid by an alien. Yes. All right, and that's been your what if our what if our beer city media boys had sex with an alien? Yep. So now we know. <laughs> All right, it's time for a verdict. In one corner, four motherfucking ass loving pterodactyls. Our ass kicking pterodactyls podcasters that you love and know and trust. Four podcasters. <laughs> and the other corner, a base. It's secluded. Are there aliens? Was that a gray? A reptilian? A stinky brown tall guy? Whatever the guy said in the middle. Yeah. No, he said it was brown. I, I know. It took me a couple seconds, but yeah, I got there. I'm not. I that. got there. I got there. It's okay. Course correct. And they need to know, is this a base that tests military vehicles, or is it possible that underneath the ground and underneath Groom Lake, they have aliens? Is this the special base that everyone thinks it is, Mm -hmm. or is it just a military vehicle testing site? And I'm going to go to you first, Joshua. I think the answer answer is pretty simple for me. I do believe in aliens. I've said that before. However, I do not think that this is a alien infested zone or anything like that. I I think that what what's happening at Area 51 is there's a lot of military testing that they don't want they don't want people to see so that's why people are shot outside. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> wow, that sounded oddly sexual. Yahoo. 
So, yeah, I, I think it's just grounds for military testing, and that's the reason why they don't want people there. They don't want people to see what they're working on, and maybe something happened there with aliens at one point, but I don't think it's... You're, I don't think you're going to go there and see E.T. phoning home around, so, yeah. Thank you, sir. April? Yeah, I don't think it's anything other than just, uh, like, military base. I'm sure they're doing some kind of, like super classified testing there, but I don't think it has anything to do with aliens. Larry. Gosh. You said possible. That was your question. Is it possible that they could be doing some sort of... And I could see it being a possibility of reverse engineering of alien spacecraft. Mm -hmm. Which is weird for me to think that I would come to that conclusion, but yeah. Yeah. It's possible. Hmm. I think that it, yes, I, I would agree that it's possible, but do I think like down to the bone, like, do I think this is something they're doing? No, I think it's all weapons testing, aircraft testing, military weapons testing. I think that where the aliens are is a completely different spot. Mm. I don't think that this is something that they want to digress. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of those bases were built into the ground and set up like Dulce, before people could even really rationally think about it that way or kind of surmise where it was. I think there's enough of those uh, armchair sleuths out there that want to try to figure out, you know, where these bases are, what they're doing. And it's just funny to me. Uh, Larry just ejaculated all over his neck and chest. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to these beers? Larry threw them on the ceiling. Before Larry just handed everybody a bunch of beers and like they exploded in our faces like Mandingo. Damn it! It happens. That's my nice. I like scarf that scarf too. too. Hey, Chris Jericho, why are you wearing a scarf? It's indoors. Yeah, Chris Jericho is the only human being to wear a scarf. <laughs> well, you know what? I was trying to roll with something. I'm hey, sorry. He was freshly shaven today. If you're gonna roll anything for me. <laughs> hey, it's legal in Michigan now, man. It is for sale, moms. <laughs> Shit, yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And that's been your verdict. <laughs> Okay. Wow. So we do have oh, yeah. a couple things to cover. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. You open the floodgates. I'm sorry. You know I can't burp, Ryan. My burp flapper is broken. But she can fart. My my burp flapper is broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do the thing where oh, we yeah. do a <laughs> let's do a quiz. <laughs> Let's get fucking stupid quizzical. Let's get quizzical, quizzical. I wanna get quizzical. Let's get into quizzical. Ah, yes. We're gonna do Urban Myth the Game. Yes. Truth or Myth. First to three wins. See if I can find some that we haven't done yet. Oh, here we go. Question number one. 
The game Twister was originally called Sex in a Box. Josh. Josh. False. You're correct, Josh. It was not. Early protesters did feel the game was too sexual, but the first name for the game was Pretzel. That makes sense. Mm. Oh, cheese. Yeah. No mustard. Yeah, mustard or cheese on your pretzels? Oh, definitely mustard. Cheese. Uh, on a pretzel? Yeah. Are we talking soft pretzel? Yeah. We're talking like baseball stadium yeah, soft yeah, yeah, pretzel, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely mustard. A mustard. Yeah, definitely mustard. Juice even says cheese. Six-year-olds and Josh. <laughs> Question number two. I won't, Same thing. I won't disagree. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love April. One mile in every five on the interstate system must be straight for emergency plane landings. April. April. True. Is it correct? Yeah. That's a good guess. I would have said true as well. Back your wife, Josh. Question number three. A duck's quack does not, does not echo. Ryan. Ryan. True. Sound will echo. It's a sound. All sounds echo. I don't know things. Leonardo da Vinci invented scissors. Ryan. Ryan. True. That is incorrect. But did he invent an invent? Invent. <laughs> I would did imagine it was a girl. Scissoring. That, I was going to say, no, I he think, didn't. I his think wife. Trying, his wife man. did a tribbing. <laughs> Slapping triangles. <laughs> Beat them roast beef slits against my roast beef slits. I've like, never mm. gone down on a woman, but I feel like I have now. It's like a big a Montana a with extra cheese. Oh, God. You can visit the Museum of Failure in Oslo, Norway. Josh. Ryan. Hey, false. Josh. False. <laughs> I forgot to say my name. That is correct. I think we did this one before. We yeah, have. we did. It's in Ohio. Questions. So we got, you got two? Yes. Two. I have nothing. I got none. Okay. <laughs> I would remember that. I don't remember the same I only need one I more. I just yelled false. I remember the, I remember. A former <laughs> New York congressman died from shaving. Josh. Josh. True. That is correct. Josh wins. Right. Wow. Former representative Michael J. Fa- oh, Michael Farley contracted anthrax from a shaving brush. He died within a week. Wow. Michael J. Bummer. Fox. Oh, Poor guy. God, I slipped my throat. <laughs> I cut my dick off. I'm shaking my head at you. Why would you cut? <laughs> Easy. Why would you cut your dick off, Michael J. Fox? I mean, that one Houston. rapper did. That we did an episode of Off Tempo about a guy that cut his dick off. He was like super cooked out on acid, though. Oh, I was going to say, did he want to be a I've woman? done acid. You don't just cut your dick off. No. Fair enough. Keep your dick on. Keep your dick on. Keep your dick on. Oh, keep okay. Put Josh back. No voicemails. Okay. We do have a five star. I mess here. We do have a five-star shout-out for you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. 
This review came from Panda the Moron. We love you, Panda. A plus for username. By the way, pandas are morons. Are they really? Have you ever seen them? I saw that video once with the panda panda sneezing. That was pretty cute. So he says, or she says, on point, I never listen to an episode without laughing and my coworkers looking at me like a moron. Welcome to the club. Yes. We feel the same way. Mm. We laugh even when we're not recording. We go outside and we giggle. It's true. Mm-hmm. We see each other and we giggle. I love all you guys and you have amazing chemistry. Hashtag Rad Dad 2018. Thank you for your support, Panda the Moron. And I'm with you, brother or sister. I. Brister. Brister. I love a good bris- Bubba brister. Former I love a good brister sandwich. Uh, thank you. Bubba no, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, and that's why we do five star shoutouts because this honestly is how we grow our podcast, and it means a lot. So tell a friend, rate and review, hit us up. We love you guys, and that's been your five star shoutouts. It's been an episode. <laughs> that it has. Yep. Which means it's time to fucking shove our mushroom stamps into the plug. What about me? Booby press. Slap my triangle on a roast beef. I know I threw that out there so much now. I know it's coming. It's gonna it's coming so soon. That's what she said. I was spraying her in the mouth. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right, guys. Uh, where are you when you're not here, Josh? Well, April and I do the off-tempo podcast. And normally you can find that on Tuesday mornings. However, we have an announcement to make. If you have not seen it on Facebook, we have decided that we are going to take a small hiatus through the holiday hiatus. We're going to take a hiatus. Because, I've heard your anus. It doesn't sound like no, that. Fair enough. Trust me. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take a break through the winter, and we're going to come back in February. That being said, if you guys like video games, I do video game reviews. And if you want to read those, you can find them online. I post them on my own Nerd. Facebook page if you want to send me a friend Nerd. request. Hey. That's it. Hey, that nerd's getting free games. Suck it. If you guys want to read them, go to gamepit.co.uk, demonvideogame.com, or square.xo.uk. I did a review, too. And April actually did a review as well. Nerd! I wanna, Damn straight! I want to say that I'm really proud of these guys because their reviews are actually really concise and Thank like, you. well-written. So yeah. keep going, guys. Asshole. <laughs> I'm an asshole because I said you guys... No, Larry, making me feel like a nerd. I know. Well, I mean, hey, if the shoe fits. <clears throat> so, April, where can we find you when you like wrestling? Well, 
of course, if you like me and Josh and Larry, occasionally Ryan, when we're in the mood for some tasteless jokes, you can find us all on the Body Slam podcast. We have brand new episodes out every Friday morning. Uh, It's a wrestling history podcast where we tell stories from the locker room and beyond. So you uh, can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Podomatic. Podomatic. Yeah, Podomatic. For now. Yeah. Lawrence. Hi. How you doing? Good. I heard How's your, your hair? Heard, How's your hair? I heard your show's all done. It is. How Davis. do you feel about that? Um, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's Left fine. We've yet to do the uh, final, but right. it'll be out there soon. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got some ideas. Okay. I'll run them past you guys, see what you guys think. Yeah, man. Well, if you like this show at Conspiracy T Show is where we drop every episode on a Monday on our Twitter. We also enjoy just hearing from people have things to say. Questions at Conspiracy T Show is where you can ask them. But also we have a Facebook group and a closed Facebook group where you can... I think the closed Facebook group is the way to go because that's where we... We are all very interactive. We have a lot of fun on that group. We do. And then the guys, they're, they're having a great time. So... You can rate and review Conspiracy Therapy. Shh. Oh, wait. Hold on. Back, 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 back. What? Back forward. What is it? Shop.spreadshirt.com slash Conspiracy Therapy Podcast is where you can get swag. Keep your eyes peeled, too, because I know for a fact there's some sweet, sweet Black Friday deals coming out. Ooh. And maybe African for American December, Fridays. what do you think, guys? A new t-shirt? I'm down. Mm-hmm. I have artists waiting. Also, you can call us on our hotline. Seriously, guys, we love when you guys interact with us Mm -hmm. and like leaving those Mm. voicemails. It's so much fun for us to work for Larry. Which is fine. Which is fine because you don't do any of the work. That's fine. That's negative. That's fine. (laughs) But no, it's really, it really is cool for you guys to leave voicemails for us and it just makes us feel more appreciated, especially me. It fills that void. We'll, right. put, we'll put the number in the episode description so that you can call that. More work for Larry. <laughs> yup. Or don't call it and just uh, tell us you love Send us. Send us a pigeon. A messenger pigeon. We've got all God, this, that sound. This, we've got all the social networking. Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook. Grinder. Podomatic. Grinder. Finder. Tinder. Tinder. Which is like a weird version of Tinder. Yep. But that's it. That's for it's for people who want to have sex with websites. Tinder. I don't know. I was coming up with something off the top of my cuff. All right, guys. Anybody have anything else they want to throw out there? Yes, I want a good old I love math. We suck fish dicks. Okay, it's fine. Play it again. What was that? We suck fish dicks. Was that you? What? What was that from? Found it right in my mouth. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! I always like when Larry makes it to the soundboard because I feel like he. There aren't enough Larrys on I, the soundboard. Well, it's weird putting myself on the. No. <laughs> what was that? Clear my God. throat when I had a cold. What's wrong with me? You Ooh, get, that sounded flabby. That was that actually. <laughs> anyway. Oh God. Anyway. Dude, you have a fucking gargantuan voice, too. Something about that clip was just like almost... It filled my ear holes. (laughs) 
it also That's made cool. me. That also made that me. Can't do you guys anymore? Yeah, no. <laughs> Jessica Alba. Josh. I don't know. All right. Well, kind of. There should be a soundboard full of Larrys. Hey, that was a good one. It's easy. <laughs> All right, so we're heading. I'm going to throw this out there. Now we have our December first as our next live stream, but I want to also say that we are heading. This episode specifically is going to be coming out like cusp of December, and uh, best of two parter is going to be coming. One episode's going to be our choices, and then the other episode's going to be you guys' choices. So go back to after best of part two. And go up to where we are now, and please p- pick out some clips. Let us know what made you laugh the most. Yeah, I don't want to make Josh laugh. God love meth. <clears throat> meth loves me. <laughs> Come here, meth Brad. Take a sucky and pokey. Oh, I want Doritos. Let's kill this cop. I really love Larry sport. is our resident stoner, or kind of, but he likes to dabble occasionally. That's a good. Song. I would love for someone <laughs> out there yeah, who's another hits. musician. To take these and make them into a song. Someone should make that their cell phone ringtone. I would. I'm telling you what, we can make this a ringtone. Zanzizi BBB. Yep. For free. I don't want to be one of those dicks that charges you 99 cents right. for. Hey, if you want a Zanzizi BB ringtone, let us know. Yeah, we'll I'll get that, that over to you. Yeah. Right on. We'll see you next week on another episode of the Conspiracy Therapy Podcast. Have a great one, guys. What we're thinking of as aliens are there. Uh, they're extra-dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the space program made contact with. Uh, they, they are not what they claim to be. Uh, they have infiltrated a lot of aspects of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. of Beer City Media.